All right, guys. So it was around Halloween time of 2009. So just a little recap on 2009. Michael Jackson had died. Avatar had came out. The world was just going through a whole bunch of weird stuff. And it was pretty late at night, and two of my fellow Muldoonian buddies, James and Taylor, were huddled around my Xbox, and we, uh, we decided to take a little trip, go on a little late-night adventure. And the first leg of the trip was just to make it past my sleeping parents and escape the front door without waking them up. And then from there, it would be a straight shot to Taylor's house, where we could scavenge his piggy bank for like $2.97, which was the current exchange rate for three big gulps. So we make it through the first part without a hiccup, and we're on the way to Taylor's house. And then in the distance, we start to hear this, this noise. It's like an ominous ringing noise, uh, a ding. And it's followed by a word. But none of us can make out the word. We're, we're just too far away. So we continue on our path, and that noise, it just keeps repeating, and it's about every 10 seconds we'll hear it. You know, a little ding, followed by that word, a little hmm hmm. And we continue on the path, it's getting louder and louder. We're hearing it more and more. Ding, hmm hmm. And, you know, okay, so we keep continuing on, and before long, we come across the source of the noise. And it's, well, it's coming from the car wash. So that's not weird or anything. I've walked past this car wash like thousands of times in my life and never thought twice of it. But on this particular night, the, the bay door that was closest to us was wide open. And pouring out was just this steam and fog. And there was a bright white light emanating and just lighting up all of that steam. So it became like this endless void once you looked into that door. You, you couldn't see, you know, I'm sure if you walked into it, you couldn't see your hand. And <clears throat> next, to, next to the bay door, there's, there's a little LED display. It either displays a green arrow saying, it's safe, come on in, or it displays the international sign for don't go the hell in there, which is a big red X. And this night, there was a big red X. And so doing what any boy would do when surrounded by other boys, I threw out a dare. It might have even been a double dog dare, but Taylor was up to bat, and he starts, you know, clamoring towards this door, and we're saying our goodbyes to him as he's about to step into the endless void, and surely we'll never see him again. He, uh, we hear it, that, that noise again. Ding. Taylor. It says his name, clear as day, and we're all panicking. Why, does, why is this thing calling him into the abyss? So we're, we're sprinting off in the opposite direction when we notice we're not alone here. There's, there's another figure around, and uh, have you guys ever seen the movie The Ring? So, like, imagine that girl that kind of climbed out of the, the TV. It's the long black hair, and it's this dark figure, and we can't make out of any, any of its features. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl or, or a human. Or it's, it's just standing there, and it, it, it slowly starts to extend its hands out towards us. And in a manner that I can only describe as like a cartoon witch or something, it does these like devilish spirit fingers in our direction. And we're like, what the hell is happening? It's kind of squatting down very menacingly. Menacing things squat, I don't know why. And uh, I'm looking at Taylor and I'm looking at James and I'm, just to make sure they're seeing this too. And, and as I look back towards the, the creature, 
it, uh, it extends its hands out just a little bit further in our direction and almost takes a step towards us. And just as it does that, it flips us the double birds, just full on double birds. And then without missing a beat, it turns around and sprints off in the other direction. And at this point, we're, we're cutting our losses. We're not getting soda tonight. Uh, we're sprinting back towards our house. It's like Scooby-Doo style, like our feet are going faster than our bodies can go. And we're, we're screaming, we're crying. And we get to my front door, we, so we have to, you know, suppress the curse words and, and stop giggling. And we crack the door open, and we're pulling it closed and trying to, like, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, so you have to, like, kind of push the door to make sure it doesn't slam or anything. And we're tiptoeing up the stairs. We're all right. We're all right. We're all here. We're all accounted for. No one's died. And just as we're starting to catch our breath again, the phone rings. And it's like 1 a.m. at this point in time. No one's calling home phones at 1 a.m., no one in the right mind at least. So I sprint over to the phone, and I'm, I'm grabbing for it, and I'm looking. And just before I hit the little end button to get it to shut up so it doesn't wake my parents up, I read the caller ID. And the caller ID reads, Die Bold Inc. And I exit and put the phone back on the hook. And at this point, I just have to do some thinking. I have to rethink my whole life and figure out what the heck the world even means at this point. And so throughout the years, I've had to call up Taylor and James, and I've had to talk to them and, and ask them, what happened that night? Make sure I wasn't just dreaming or doing that thing that stories tend to do where you tell them enough that they just grow into something that never actually happened. And though this was seven years ago, it's had some lasting effects on me. So I haven't had a soda in seven years. <laughs> I, I don't know why I ever trusted Muldoon at night, but I certainly don't anymore. Um, and a couple years after that, I was driving home with my mom and we pull into that car wash. And I look over at my mom and I say, what the hell are you doing? And the, the face that she made back at me, she was just, just flabbergasted. And I realized we snuck out that night. I never told her what happened. She has no clue. And so I look calmly back at her and I, I say, you know, mom, I think I'm just going to walk home. This story was told as part of the Arctic Entries Five Truths and Two Lies show at the Beartooth Theater Pub. This story is true. <laughs>